A groundbreaking study on racism shows that children exposed to racial discrimination are at risk for developing mental health issues. With more, here's InfoTrack's Taryn McCall. Taryn? Thanks, Chris. Dr. Tamani Coker is co-author of the study and joins us now on InfoTrack. There's been evidence that discrimination causes mental health problems with teens and adults, but this is the first study conducted with children, correct? This is one of the first. There's other smaller studies that have smaller samples or look at a smaller number of mental health measures, but this is one of the larger studies that looks at a range of mental health measures for children. What group did you study and how did you conduct the study? The study was based on a sample of over 5,000 fifth graders and their parents from public schools in three different U.S. metropolitan areas, Birmingham, Alabama, Los Angeles, California, and Houston, Texas. So both the fifth graders and the parents completed surveys, and we found that discrimination was not an uncommon experience amongst the fifth graders in our studies. Overall, 15% reported perceived racial or ethnic discrimination. Most were at school, so 80% reported that it occurred at school. And remember, these are fifth graders, and most were 10 or 11 years of age. Did you find a causal link to depression and other mental health issues from discrimination? No, we didn't. The study was really designed to look at an association between children who experienced or perceived racial or ethnic discrimination and the mental health symptoms that they had, but was not designed to have a causal link. So to give you an idea, we compared children who reported perceived racial and or ethnic discrimination to those who didn't report perceiving racial and ethnic discrimination and looked at the differences in the symptoms of mental health disorders between those two children after accounting for a number of other factors like household income, parental education level, and other factors. How would this compare to old-fashioned bullying? Does that also not lead to mental health issues? It really is sort of one aspect of that. So we really did focus on children being treated badly because of the color of their skin or because of their race or ethnicity. So it's easy to imagine that this could be expanded to include being treated badly for a lot of other reasons, maybe their weight or where they come from, lots of different things that children can bully each other about. But this particularly was focused on their perceptions of discrimination that's racial or ethnic. Is it that kids are just not developmentally able to deal with bullying, including racism, and to whatever extent is possible to reason their way through it? In other words, are they internalizing this treatment to the point where it would trigger mental health problems? This association has been found in adults, too. So it's not so much that because of their age, they're not able to figure out what to do with these experiences of discrimination. It's just something that researchers have seen in adults. Discrimination is associated with a range of symptoms of mental health conditions and mental health conditions themselves. Dr. Coker, does the study lead to any guidelines that mental health professionals or parents can follow in dealing with kids that are exposed to discrimination? I think it can give both parents and healthcare professionals some ideas about this topic. First, for parents, I think the findings suggest that parents should really keep an open dialogue with their children about these issues. For instance, taking time during dinner to find out what their day was like, what happened to them, both positive and negative, and just having an environment where the child can really talk about these issues with the parent. And then next, 
both primary care and mental health care professionals really should be aware that discrimination is definitely felt by children, even at these young ages. These are 10 and 11-year-olds. And to really be aware of the association that perceived discrimination has with symptoms of mental health conditions, and especially so for symptoms of depression for non-white children. And then lastly, most children really do have visits with a primary health care provider, just regular checkups. And these visits usually include discussions about school. So that's one place where primary care clinicians can sort of insert these questions or discussions when they talk about school with the parent and child and really utilize that time to cover any experiences of discrimination that the child has perceived. We're talking with Dr. Tamani Coker, pediatrician and co-author of a study on racial discrimination and its effects on youngsters. Thanks for being with us today on InfoTrack. Thank you for having me. And I'm Taryn McCall for InfoTrack. That'll do it for this edition of InfoTrack. To learn more about this or previous InfoTrack shows and guests, visit us online at TalkZone.com. Thanks to InfoTrack reporters Roy Mackey and Taryn McCall. Our executive producer is Randy Meyer, and I'm Chris Whitter. Thanks for listening, and join us next time for another edition of InfoTrack.